This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 20th of April. Brett, TikTok, yeah. the insanely popular video sharing app, yeah. is introducing a new safety feature right. that allows parents to link their own accounts to their kids' accounts. Oh, nothing cooler for a teenager than having your parents link to your blinding lights dance. <laughs> Three very good stories this morning, Justin. Can't wait to get into Let's them. Let's do it. For our first, the Commonwealth Bank, aka Australia's biggest bank, reckons house prices are set to drop by 10% over the next six months because of the coronavirus. So some backstory here. The government's social distancing rules to mm-hmm. limit the spread of COVID-19 has obviously caused a big drop in economic activity. And sadly, a rise in unemployment. That's right. Back in November last year, CBA predicted house prices would rise by 6%. And now they predict a drop of 10%. That's quite the difference. Scary stuff, Brett. Do we know which cities could be the worst off over the next six months? Well, Melbourne's expected to get whacked with the mm. biggest drop. I'm talking 11%. Here. And I know that Sydney and Canberra are looking at a 10% Mm-hmm, drop as well. Right. So what's the key learning here? When it comes to house prices, there's a reason why Victoria and New South Wales are going to be impacted the most right. from the economic fallout. Firstly, New South Wales and Victoria are more exposed to the specific industries that are worst hit by the virus. We're talking about education, mm-hmm. your tourism, yep. your retail. Whereas other states depend more on things like mining and agriculture, which haven't been impacted as much. Exactly. Overall though, the main cause of a drop in house prices is the rise of unemployment, mm. which has had and will continue to have the biggest impact on the Aussie economy. For our second story, one big winner from the stay-at-home life we're all living Mm -hmm. has been eSports. And that's because basically every major sporting league in Australia and the world is on hold at the moment. So the world of eSports has moved on to fill this void. This sounds interesting. So firstly, what is eSports? It's pretty simple. Think of it as any video game that is played competitively. Right, that's a pretty wide net. It is very wide. The eSports industry is a genuine global phenomenon (laughs) and is growing rapidly. In Asia alone, over 70 million people log in to play a game every single Day. That's massive. And just like traditional sports, there are many different kinds of games to play or to watch. Some are virtual representations of real-world sports. I'm talking FIFA mm-hmm. or racing. Others are based on fantasy worlds that bear no resemblance to the real world at all. I'm talking League of Legends nice. or StarCraft. Good knowledge. Mm. Now, many eSport leagues actually operate under structured professional leagues. Just like the AFL yeah. or NRL does, and there is often huge prize money on the line. So what's the key learning here? Over the last few years, money and viewers have been steadily flowing into the <laughs> esports space. It has turned from a hobby that some people have been embarrassed Mm -hmm. to talk about into a hot commodity. And the coronavirus has accelerated this trend even further. With professional sports shutting down globally, Mm -hmm. many competitions have been forced to seek new and innovative ways to engage their fans. This has meant clubs and leagues are embracing the esports industry. Some sports clubs like the Adelaide Crows and Manchester City are even buying esports teams as an investment. And for many sports like the Formula 1 Grand Prix, they've actually decided to turn their events digital. Just yesterday, Formula One hosted its third virtual Grand Prix. And the digital platforms are actually far exceeding the crowds they get at physical events. Pretty impressive. For our third and final story, although there has been an almost 60% drop in retail spending broadly, Mm -hmm. activewear is having a moment in the sun right now. So what's the reason for this? Well, we're all at home and we want to be as comfortable as possible Mm 24-7. And activewear is pretty damn comfortable. (laughs) Plus, we want to feel like we've been exercising even if we haven't. One of the best examples example of this has been PE Nation. That's true. PE Nation is a really well-known brand and earned around $20 million Mm. of revenue last year. And they've been thinking creatively. They had one of their well-known warehouse sales last week 
Except this time, it was online. Unfortunately for PE Nation, though, their website crashed because mm. they supposedly had 150,000 shoppers who swamped the site. So what's the key learning here? Activewear brands like PE Nation are doing relatively well at the moment compared to other retailers. Relative is the key term here. Yep, because the rise in sales hasn't been enough to replace what they would have been earning mm. if their physical stores were open. Brands like PE Nation don't just make money from selling at stores or online. They also make money by selling to bigger retailers like David Jones or Maya. And over the last month, heaps of wholesale orders from big retailers mm-hmm. like David Jones mm-hmm. and Maya have been getting cancelled, leaving these smaller retailers to pick up the pieces. Mm. Flux family, as you know, we care a lot about financial education. We do. So if you want to take the next step when it comes to your financial education, mm-hmm. check out www.flux.finance, check your credit score, see how you can improve it, all the important stuff. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>